This CityWire podcast is sponsored by Scottish Mortgage Investment Trust. Scottish Mortgage invests in some of the world's most promising and exceptional companies, from healthcare breakthroughs to electric vehicles to a green energy revolution. Scottish Mortgage takes stakes in businesses shaping our future economy and society. Scottish Mortgage is considered the flagship trust of Edinburgh-based investment managers Bailey Gifford and is the UK's largest investment trust. As with any investment, please note capital is at risk. To find out more, please visit scottishmortgageit.com. Hello, my name is Caroline Hogg and welcome to The Wealth Show from CityWire. In this episode, I'm joined with Mike Pingera, Head of Multi-Strategy at Sanlam UK. Mike joined Sanlam back in 2013 and currently manages the Sanlam Multi-Strategy Fund and the Sanlam Real Assets Fund, the latter of which we'll be focusing on today. The Real Assets Fund portfolio targets capital growth over the long term and aims to outperform inflation through its exposure to a range of real assets. Almost a third of its weighting is in renewable energy. So today, I'll be asking Mike about this allocation in renewable energy, touching on how he avoids greenwashing, what regions provide the most opportunities in the sector, and his outlook on clean energy in light of the move away from Russian gas. Mike, thanks so much for being here today. My pleasure. So as I mentioned, your portfolio has almost a third of its weighting in renewable energy. Would you be able to tell me a bit more about your main allocations in this space? Yeah, sure. The um, The portfolio structure at the moment has about 60% exposure to wind. That's a combination of, of onshore and offshore wind. Um, about 10% is uh, solar um, and 10% is hydro. And then we have some other exposures to um, areas such as anaerobic digestion. So part of the diversified new re- renewables. Um, if we look at the country allocations, about uh, 60% of of our exposure is Europe, so UK um, included, um, 30% in, in America, and the rest in emerging markets, the, re- the rest of the world. Okay, and um, how do you choose basically the companies that you invest in? Um, and how do you make sure that you're, you're avoiding greenwashing? Yeah, so it's interesting that, I mean, the, firstly, I mean, the term you know, greenwashing is a relatively new term, and it's it's important to remember that this is actually an area that we've been investing in for quite some time. Um, and certainly, you know, we've been investing you know, before um, ESG you know, became a, a sort of main talking point. Um, our philosophy has always been fairly straightforward. We're, we're looking for essentially long-term opportunities. And, and so when we, we see something that we think is interesting in the real asset space, you know, such as renewable energy, the, the first question we ask ourselves is, is this a long-term opportunity? And I think it's you know, fair to say that renewables, the answer is yes. Then, of course, we look for businesses. Ultimately, we find management teams you know, capable of, of really taking us through that journey. So you're looking at you know, businesses that we can hopefully own for 10 to 20 years. So very, very long-term views of daily traded you know, companies, but, but a long-term view. Now, we look at the fundamentals. You know, what does the business do? And because you're right at the outset, it's at, you know, is this a mission critical asset? You know, does it you know, fit our, our long-term theme? Then rarely do we come across companies who, in effect, you know, to, to use the term, you're know, you know, greenwashing, but we rarely come across you know, companies that are, are so, I mean, there's a manipulating their data in order to get some sort of score. Because you know, we are looking at businesses who are pure play renewable businesses, 
Um, and so they're pointing in the right direction right at the start of the process. Okay, and um, you know, you mentioned that uh, the the fund has um, has basically invested in different places globally. Which re- regions provide the most opportunities in this space? And for example, how do you see the US market developing in this space? So the, if you look at the European markets, I mean, certainly they've been more advanced in terms of the penetration, the usage of renewables. Um, the UK, uh, roughly 40% of, of the, the energy comes from renewables. Um, it's about the same in Germany. Um, if we look into the, the US, it's probably um, you know, high teens, may, maybe low 20s. Um, if you look at China, it's probably mid mid twenties. Um, lots of hydro in China, but 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 you, you, there's a lot of room still to go. Um, now, you know, interestingly, the the, the opportunity you, for, for for renewables around the world um, continues to expand, um, and and not least because the costs of installation um, have come down. So those those markets, those countries. That, that provided subsidies in the first place um, are, are, are typically the more advanced markets today. But as costs have come down uh, to the point where we no longer need subsidies, so the opportunity gets rolled out around the world. Um, so there's still a lot to go for in, in Europe. Um, there's obviously a lot to go for in America, in China, in India as well. Um, so, so essentially for us, it's about finding from a bottom-up basis you know, companies that we think are best placed you know, for us to, to go on that long-term journey with. Mm-hmm. And in, in light of the move away from Russian gas, what is your outlook for the clean energy sector? Yeah, so the, the outlook, I mean, for us has been positive for a long time. This is an area that we have owned for, for you know, I mean, 10 years plus. Um, what's happened um, you know, in the last you know, few, you know, few weeks um, is that your know, energy security is now sitting alongside the path to net zero. Um, so, so ever more, you're seeing an, an increasing focus, not just you know, from, from, from the environmental concerns, but now you can, you, what's happened in your Russia and Ukraine, what you can add to that is energy security. So, um, so even though you, some of the European markets, the, the, the UK, Germany, already have a fairly high proportion of renewables, you, you can see that accelerating you know, further. Um, and and you know, let's not lose sight of the fact that you know, even China you know, is ramping up you know, its its renewable build out. So so you know, China is, is not um, blind to um, you know, if you're taking energy from from another country you you can you can be vulnerable. So um, it, it's it's always been a long term opportunity. The events of the the, the last you know, few weeks I think have just accelerated that. Okay, and and considering this acceleration. Um, how quickly do you expect to see returns in the renewable energy sector? So, as I, I said before, so we 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 are long term investors, um, and and essentially we're we're looking to own you know, long life operational assets for the long term. Um, and you know the turnover on the portfolio, uh, I think last year was probably around seven percent or so. Uh, if I look back over the rolling twelve months, we're we're, we're less than twenty percent turnover. So we. We, we actually you take the view that we want to make sure that we're exposed to those long-term trends. We want to make sure that we own your you businesses with strong management teams in place. And then from that point, 
we, we let the markets do their thing. So we, we want to look beyond the noise. Um, so we don't you know, set short term targets because we are looking to be long term investors. And, and I, I think that the, the, the best returns you, you get from long life your assets is when you hold them for the long term. You get the benefits of inflation linkage. You, you get the, the benefits of, sort of operational excellence. And all of that comes through over time. So, um, I, I mean, I wouldn't be looking to these areas, despite the obvious short-term attractions. You know, for us, these are these are long-term you know, investments, um, and and the best returns will come you know, because we hold them for for, you know, for ten years or you know, ten years plus. And have you made any um, investment decisions since um, the outbreak of war? And how has your fund performed? since Russia's invasion of Ukraine? So uh, some, I'm, I mean, I'm pleased to say just champagne problems of having inflow coming into the funds is always, it's always quite nice, particularly um, we had a, you know, the markets had a, a sort of a very shaky start to the year, even prior to, um, to the Russian uh, invasion. Um, and we have been selectively deploying across the, the portfolio. Um, now we've, we've essentially listened to um, the company announcements, we've met the management teams and, and where we've come away from those meetings you know, with you know, the, the conviction that it's still a long-term opportunity, we've added to those names. And that's, that's actually been across the entire portfolio, including, uh, including the renewable space. Um, I mean, we've added to um, the uh, SDCL, which is an energy efficiency business. We've added to Orsted, um, your world's largest offshore wind developer. Um, I mean, we've added you know, across the board where we have your confidence in the management team. Um, in performance terms, um, so I think you know, Russia crossed the border on the 24th of February, if my memory serves me. Um, the fund's up about eight and a quarter percent um, since uh, since then, uh, which uh, compares with your know, global equities up around 5.3, um, UK equities up just around five. So, um, so actually, um, the portfolio has done very well in a in a short period of time, um, and that's I think. Firstly, you know, we are focused on you know, mission critical assets you know, with inflation linkage. Um, and, and even when you look at you know, what's going on in the world, the, the reality is that, that these are quite important assets. And um, I said your know, performance over such a short period of time has been very strong. OK, OK, great. And I, I, I'd say my last question is, when do you think that uh, renewables will replace fossil fuels? Well, that's a good question. Um, it's a process, and 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 I think I, I know there's always a temptation that everybody wants things to happen immediately, but the the reality is some of the pressures that we're seeing on power prices is because you know, some of that base load capacity has been removed, and one could argue perhaps it's been removed a bit too quickly. Um, what we should be very clear about is that there is a process, and and renewables you know, are becoming a much greater share of the mix. So, I mean, rather than, you know, sort of forecasts and timeframes, I'd, I'd, I'd rather sort of point people to the direction of travel. And the direction of travel is very clear and it's ongoing and it's happening on a global basis. And I think, you know, that's a, it's a very positive sign, um, but, you know, it's a process. It, it will take time. It, it definitely won't happen overnight. Um, you know, government policy in, in most places, 2030, 2050, um, but you know, I think if you if you put those timeframes out, you know, twenty to thirty years, that's probably about right. Um, I'm not sure I'll be around you know, still to see it in that 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 window. But 
but the direction of travel is very positive. Um, and, and I said the events of, of you know, the last few weeks probably accelerate that, which again is a, is a good thing. Okay, great. Those are all my questions. Mike, thanks so much for being here today. My pleasure. This CityWire podcast is sponsored by Scottish Mortgage Investment Trust. Scottish Mortgage invests in some of the world's most promising and exceptional companies, from healthcare breakthroughs to electric vehicles to a green energy revolution. Scottish Mortgage takes stakes in businesses, shaping our future economy and society. As with any investment, capital is at risk.